Welcome to the Colby Cast, episode 24. Glad you could join us. In today's conversation, Hope and Bonnie are joined by Colby alumni and current college students, Anthony and Claire Gath. If you haven't yet listened to episode 23, wherein Anthony and Claire's mother is featured, be sure and do so to get a parent's perspective on homeschooling and distance learning. And one more thing, please feel free to write to us at podcast at colby.org. We'd love to hear from you. And now, enjoy the show. Hi there, I'm Bonnie, Colby homeschooling mom, liturgical musician, podcast fanatic, heavy library user, and Colby parent ambassador. I have two lads and two lasses. The youngest is in fifth grade, the eldest is in 10th, and this is our fourth year homeschooling with Colby. And I'm Hope, Bonnie's younger sister and a Colby alumna in a phase of life after being a student, but before becoming a parent. I studied communication theory and philosophy in college, then I went to law school. Now I'm an attorney, an avid home cook, and the fun aunt to Bonnie's kids. Today we're speaking with Colby alumni brother and sister, Anthony and Claire Gaff. Last week we spoke with their mom, Beth, and this week we get to talk to them. So welcome guys to the Colby cast. Thanks so much for coming to talk to us. Thank you. We're glad to be here. Thank you for having us. I'm sure enjoyed visiting with your mom, and we've been looking forward to hearing your experience of Colby and of homeschool and what you're up to now. So would you tell us each a little bit about yourselves? Okay, well, um, I'm Anthony. I'm Long Beach, California. I graduated Colby in 2018, and now I'm attending Ave Maria University in uh, southwest Florida. I'm studying classics and early Christian literature, which is like Latin, Greek, and like early church father texts, which is really interesting. Also, minoring in mathematics, which is a little bit of an odd combination, although people do say that um, math and the classics do have somewhat of a relationship because of the logical structure in math and the classical languages. Sure, yeah. How did you come to that decision to go those two routes of study? Well, um, I decided classics while I was in high school still. Actually, I really enjoyed Latin class with Dr. Almanzar. And so I thought, oh, that's something I want to continue. And I also want to learn Greek. So classics seemed like it would be the good way to do that. And then higher level math I found fascinating. So I thought, oh, maybe not enough to do a major. um, So I don't really want to work in that field, but just to have it and understand a little bit more. It seems like classics and math would benefit each other where classics, you're dealing with the big philosophical ideas and then math, you're dealing with very concrete ideas of equations and things like that. Although I don't know, I never got into the super high level math. So you may be like an imaginary number territory and this analogy may not work. But I know like for me, when I was doing Colby, I appreciated moving back and forth between the more reading heavy classes and the STEM classes because they were a little bit of a different approach, but all, you know, all interesting, but this kind of more abstract versus scientific approach. I don't know. Have you seen anything like that in the two? Or like you mentioned, the logical relationships, that makes a lot of sense that they would go together that way. Well, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, The math uh, major requires two semesters of Latin because just to get the grammatical structure kind of helps with your ability to categorize things and think logically, I guess, in that sense. Yeah, that does make sense. And I see a complementarity between the two disciplines, the 
classic cinema mathematics. And I see that come up time and again with the Colby alumni we visited with. This is great, this broad base and foundation that you all get that can translate into all manner of things. It's not all of one to the expense of something else. My appreciation for that is growing all the time. Claire, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. So I graduated Colby just this past year, I'm 2020, and I'm a freshman at Wyoming Catholic College, which is a very small liberal arts college in Wyoming. They only have one major in liberal arts, but I really enjoy it. Throughout Colby, all the literature classes were my favorite classes, and some of my favorites were the ancient literature, the ancient Greek literature and ancient Roman literature. So yeah, I get to study a lot of that again, which is great. I think pretty soon we're visiting with one of your classmates. It sounds like a great program, and I'm really intrigued. I'm what you might call indoorsy, so I'm very intrigued by the Wyoming Catholic College's emphasis on outdoorsmanship and exploration and nature and all of that. Yeah, I really enjoy it. And I found that at the college, the outdoor program and the um, intellectual life seem to go together really well in a almost strange way. The three-week backpacking trip that we had to start was a great way to just get to know some of my classmates. And um, we would have discussions on the trip about nature and spiritual benefits. And that just seems to go so well with our seminar discussions in class and it was a very good preparation for it. I see that come up a lot, the importance of nature and how it really goes right hand in hand with academic studies. So often we hear the sort of anecdotal advice, go outside and get some vitamin D, which, and certainly there's a lot to that we're finding more and more all the time, right? But even just knowing sort of instinctively that we feel so much better when we get outside and um, are active and how that can help us then focus on our academic studies even better. It's neat to see that coming together like that, as it is for you. It's neat to hear about you guys meeting up with fellow Colby students. Anthony, were you at the graduation in Atlanta a couple of years ago? Yes, I was. Yes, that was a lot of fun. I'm sorry that we didn't have it this year. hope we have it next yeah. year. Well, I think we visited earlier in the season with one of your um, classmates, Charlie, who was at that graduation. It was definitely a lot of fun and also an interesting experience. Like I've known you for four years, but not really. And now's the first time I'm actually meeting you. Also, just overall a great, um, well-organized graduation. Good, good cake, good food uh, afterwards at the place. Speakers were excellent. Really glad we got Joseph Pierce there and uh, student speakers as well. I always appreciate good cake and actually. When you mentioned that, it reminded me, I think that it's Xenophon. Maybe, Claire, you could probably correct me on this, or either one of you um, could correct me on this. But I think it was Xenophon who in Greek here would always talk about the people he was describing, setting forth their hands to the good things to eat and having breakfast. And I think that kind of goes hand in hand with this discussion of getting outside and getting into nature. I think sometimes when you're studying a lot of these ancient texts, you can almost get like this castle in the clouds view of what they're describing. Um, kind of like, well, this is all amazing in what it describes and how does this all work together? And so having those sensory experiences and those environmental experiences really, I think, underscores this is all pursuit of knowing, loving, and serving God in in this world, in, in studies and outside and with cake and everything in between. 
So guys, what was it like when you were homeschooling? Take us back to your homeschool experience. What are some of your memories of your homeschool days? I didn't start Colby until high school. I did four classes online and then the others were homeschool classes that you know, we'd send samples in a couple times a semester to Colby. Sure. It's definitely a different experience for me. I've never really, I mean, I've done like a couple classes, but they weren't as rigorous or as serious as Colby's. And so first semester, first year, first semester, having to go to class every week regularly was, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't super easy as as the oldest. I was, it was like the, the test. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tested out for everyone else. I was not even very good at taking notes. And in fact, my first semester probably took like two pages worth of notes over all my classes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that, that was something I definitely probably helped a lot with that. And by the end of the first year, I was taking regular notes. The ninth grade year can be sort of a humdinger, right? <laughs> but it, everyone comes out on the other side for whatever it's worth for folks in their ninth grade year right now. I don't think you're the only one to have had that experience. <laughs> so Claire, what about you? What do you remember from your homeschool days? Yeah, just getting up, going to class. I really enjoyed my classes after not hardly taking any online classes up until high school. I really enjoyed being in the online class and being able to have connections even online with my teachers and classmates. Did you do a similar mix of some online, some homeschool when you were in high school? Yes, I did. Yeah. And my That's online my classes were always my favorite ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any standout memorable experiences? Summer after freshman year, I took the Lord of the Rings seminar that Colby offers over the summer. and. Um, had a couple of vacations during the time of the seminars going on. So taking class while on vacation is something. Um, we even took one class from a cruise ship, which um, was wow. quite... Wow. <laughs> probably only Colby students would be able to do that. That sounds like fun, though, Lord of the Rings seminar. And we've heard before, Charlie was talking about another summer seminar he had been a part of. They seem to come up with good stuff over the summer. They make the most of the summertime schooling. Yep. for that. Yeah, so I, I remember doing class at my grandmother's house in Florida on vacation. It was a little harder to focus sometimes, you know, you don't quite bring everything you need with you, but it's great that you can have class on the go. I also remember my first 7.30 a.m. class, thinking that was super early because <laughs> we're used to roll out of bed at eight o'clock and start working. <laughs> you don't have to think about getting up early necessarily but it's kind of like rise and shine <laughs> um actually this past semester at college all my classes were after 1 30 so <laughs> but i still like to wake up early now it just yeah. helps you start your day better i remember having that experience with early 7 30 classes and thinking people on the east coast are too lucky they don't understand <laughs> <laughs> oh, those early morning classes but now there's, I too have come around to the getting up earlier and enjoying the morning hours. There's a lot to be said for that. What did you do after schoolwork was done for the day? Or did you have extracurriculars, hobbies? What did you like to spend your time doing? I don't know if you could, in high school at least, I don't know if you could really say schoolwork was ever done for the day. There's always another assignment you could start working on if you didn't want to put mm -hmm. it off. So well, we both um, did swim team. Um, I did it for 
two years in high school. I did it for all four years. And we'd have our, like, homeschool park days with our friends, go play. Dodgeball was a big thing we did as a group, which was a lot of fun. Right. Then I also remember just chatting on Google Hangouts with online friends. Sometimes while I was doing my homework, friends from Colby would be chatting, and it would make it take longer. So kind of, you know, stretch out the homework times. But it, it was fun to be able to talk to them while we were working on homework for the same class. And so if it took all day that way, I didn't really care because it wasn't, wasn't like I was working all day anyway. That does make it more fun to be able to, to confer with your friends about the, what you're working on. That's one of the neat things about the Colby community is as far flung as everyone is, you're also very much connected. That, that's great. So swimming, was it like a community swim team? Yeah, it was just a local um, non-competitive club that we both did. Mm-hmm. Actually, Claire Claire got competitive, but I never did. Right. After you stopped swim team, I switched to a different swim team with the YMCA and swim with them until COVID came. As far as extracurriculars, I was also a part of the newsletter team for Colby, so I would spend a fair amount of time working on that every month especially the last junior and senior year when I was editor-in-chief. So between um, homework, chatting with friends, swim team, and newsletter, I didn't really have like a whole lot of time to have any other hobbies. But I guess swim team and newsletter were my hobbies. Sure, that newsletter is fabulous. I really enjoy reading that every month when it comes out. And I can tell a lot of work goes into it. Really great work. It's neat to get to see the work that the students are doing in their various classes writing and artwork and what folks do outside of class when people send in whatever they're up to and, and when they see each other around, if they meet up somewhere. That I think the newsletter is, I really enjoy it. So thanks for all your work on that. I really like that. You're welcome. <laughs> the two of you have several younger siblings, right? How is it getting your schoolwork done with younger kids around all the time? Well, I have my own room for one, which helps. And Overall, I think everyone's usually pretty good about not bothering us while we're in class or while we're working. I'm working is the gets everyone Mm -hmm. to leave you alone pretty well around here. So the code word. Okay, that's good. Sounds like you guys were big helps to your mom with your younger siblings. She was describing how everyone would work together with with you guys reading to playing with younger siblings and, and keeping it busy and then kind of rotating around. I know that has to be a work in progress. I know it is here, a work in progress, how to help everyone when they need it. So sounds like you guys were a great help to her though. What about you, Claire? What do you remember from the whole homeschooling in a household with, with many folks doing homeschool all at once? Mm, yeah. So uh, unlike Anthony, I don't have my own room. I share it with my sister who's two years younger, but she's good. She And she had homework to do all the time too. So she wouldn't bother me that much but sometimes our youngest brother would come in but you know overall it was fine. Do you find that having homeschooled in a family with siblings as you did that that has helped you at all in your college studies? You know maybe so I I live in an, an apartment with four other people in college and we have quite a wide variety of personalities in our apartment I'd say and sometimes it's harder to study 
So I guess, yeah, having my younger brother coming in and interrupt me while I'm in my online class kind of prepared me for that. I can see that working out that way. Yeah. That's one of those things about the college experience, I think, and learning how to, that communal living, whether it's a dorm floor, like a whole floor full of people, or even your apartment with even one other person, just interacting and doing what you need to do while being among other people. Yeah. So that kind of leads me to my next question. And how do you feel being homeschooled? How did that inform your college experience? Has it helped you transition to college that you guys were homeschooled? I think it's been a huge benefit, especially with how classes are scheduled in college and how you have to manage your time at more traditional school. You do all your subjects every day, whereas Colby kind of prepares you for only needing a couple times per week and then having an assignment due next week or in two weeks and you have to manage your time on that. It's 100% on you. So definitely helped um, learn how to manage time and reading and writing skills as well. I think there's something big that you get from homeschooling. There's a lot of homeschoolers at Ave Maria. Actually, most of my friends are homeschooled and those who do more rigorous homeschooling curriculums seem to be those who perform better. Interesting. I wonder about that sometimes. Does it come up in any new environment, really? New swim team, new college roommates, whatever. Does it come up? Is it one of the first things to come up that you were homeschooled or does it just come up eventually, if ever? At school, I'd say it's one of the more, yeah, one of the earlier things to come up. But there, it seems that it's really respected that you were homeschooled, especially if it's with a more rigorous um, program, whereas in other circles, people like homeschooling, what's that? You know, so. <laughs> there are a lot of homeschoolers at Wyoming Catholic College. Are you finding them? Yes, there are a lot. Yeah. I heard a statistic as of a few years ago, I, they said about 69% of their students had been homeschooled. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. What was it like for each of you moving to college that freshman year after like Colby prepared you so well on the academic side, but going from having a lot of quantity time as well as quality time with your family to going halfway or all the way across the country? Like how was, how was that transition? I, I knew like leading up to college and like even my last few weeks of high school and graduating from high school that I would miss Colby a lot. And um, I still kind of do, but I adjusted quickly. And but moving away from my family for me wasn't that hard. And I think the fact that I had done Colby really helped. And like the fact that a lot of my best friends were friends that I made in online classes I wouldn't be leaving them behind because they were people that I just mostly talked to online anyway. And then I knew a few of the people who were going to college with me beforehand, um, either from Colby or from the college's high school summer program that I went to before going there. And then, you know, when I first got there, it was a little, wow, like, you know, meeting all these new people, trying to remember everyone's names. But, you know, I settled in pretty quickly and I ended up really enjoying everyone. Yeah, so I think there was only one other Colby student going to Ave Maria my year, and I don't think I had as many 
friends from Colby, his Claire did, and more friends here, so it's a little bit different, like as actually leaving people. So I, I really didn't really didn't know anyone going in and just had to start start from scratch, I guess, um, you could say. And I mean I got I got to know people fairly quickly. It took a good semester or two before I actually really knew them, you know, and like had developed good friendships, but I mean now it's worked out really well and what do you guys remember about your college application process? As one who's very extremely indecisive, I waited until the last day to make a decision. I say it's worth worth the wait because in the, like the last week, that's kind of in a way where you find when you find out who really wants you, um, because they'll keep calling you and giving you this offer. No, there's this scholarship you can apply for. That's Sort of what happened to me with Ave Maria. Um, they let me know about another scholarship I could apply for, like a couple weeks before decision day, and I applied and got it, and it worked out really well. Um, pray about it a lot. There's a lot of prayer involved in my decision for sure. Pray about it and take your time. <laughs> yeah, I'd say basically the same thing as that. It was good. What are your goals now? Like, what are you looking at for after college? I would really like to teach Latin and Greek in, in like a high school level after college. Maybe math too. See, uh, probably graduate school for classics would be really nice. Um, yeah, and I don't really know. I'm only a freshman, so I guess I still have time to decide. Oh, sure. For people who are maybe only vaguely familiar with what a classics degree prepares one for well uh teaching's always a big one and an important one um translating um if you get really good uh, translating and also writing commentaries about texts there's a lot of um older there's a lot of latin texts that are there's only been one or two translations done on them and so therefore, for students who want to read this text, there's, you know, this, there's not a lot of information of, you know, if there's like a complicated construction or something that might be a little bit difficult to understand, no one's um, done, no one's written a commentary such that they can use that to help them understand the meaning of the text or translate. So it's translating, writing commentaries, teaching, and also it's just a good liberal arts um, education overall that can help form you for any anything really that you want to do. Great. That Both of those routes sound very intriguing, fulfilling, useful, helpful. It has occurred to me along the way here talking to various Colby alumni and other homeschooled students who who end up going into teaching. I think that's neat. The willingness to share it with other people, I think that speaks highly of the person and the education that they've undertaken. I think there's an enthusiasm and a curiosity that comes through the Colby program. Yeah, I think it's cool to hear of all the alumni who are interested in teaching as well. And I think it's natural from the Colby Foundation wanting to bring other people along and into that conversation as well. So guys, do you have any words of wisdom to new homeschooling families, 
to Colby High Schoolers, what words of wisdom would you pass along? I guess I would just say, try to really appreciate um, what you're learning. The things you're reading in your Colby classes are really amazing. And you're gonna get more out of them, um, remember them better, understand them better. If you like go to it like with an open mind and interested in what what it's saying and yeah just try to really appreciate that participate in class make make friends in your classes and communicate with each other outside of the classes you can make some really good friends in colby even even though it might might seem odd because it's online but no you can can make um very good friendships um yeah, great. That's helpful. So in blending your online and your homeschool courses, the courses that you worked through at home, did you end up approaching them similarly to distributing the workload throughout the week as you did your online classes? Did you kind of apply that to both or did you have to take a different sort of approach with the homeschool side? Well, I tried to spread it out evenly, but, you know, in an online class, when you have a deadline, you have two papers due in one week. You want to get those done for the online classes, then sometimes the homeschool classes slip to the side and you find yourself catching up over Thanksgiving break or something like that. That happens to me a lot. Um, mm -hmm. It's not ideal, but it worked. We can relate, <laughs> yes. That, and that's so true of other life things too, right? Like the natural priority of things kind of shifts around and we that's part of the process is, is sorting out what's topmost priority and and but still not letting the other things that are lower priorities fall off completely that's true yeah well it's actually a two-dimensional assessment of priority and urgency because there may be something that is not necessarily high priority of its own but if it's time sensitive then I don't know I think that kind of like weighing and responsiveness to different things. Sounds like you get a lot of experience with that in the online classes. Colby has some amazing teachers. Get get to know your teachers. Um, not, not only will it help you with when you need a letter of recommendation, but um, <laughs> also I think they're good people. You can model yourselves after in, in various respects. Have you found your rapport with the teachers, the Colby teachers that you were able to develop there? Have you have you found that to be useful going to college? Do you carry that on when you meet your new college professors? Are you able to interact with them similarly or at least interact with them in a way that you find beneficial? Yes, I, I would say so. At least the professors that I have, especially the ones I've had multiple semesters with, then I'll, um, I'll talk to them outside of class sometimes for like five minutes after class and I get the chance and you know, they, they, I think they, they like it. They're, they're willing to talk to you usually. And it, I mean, you, there's a lot you can gather from those little conversations every now and then. Yeah, I haven't done, I don't think I've done quite enough of that in college, but I know I did in high school and I have only done that with one of my teachers, just asking him more questions about the, book that weren't necessarily related to our class discussion but about the reading and he and I think he enjoyed discussing that with me and it was good and I hope to start doing it more um, in my coming semesters in college 
That's understandable, just getting started. It, yeah, it usually takes a couple semesters, at least in college, having the same teacher. Professors I've had for just one core class one semester, I don't, I don't really know them. They probably don't really remember who I am. Do you have any particular courses you're especially looking forward to? Greek, I started learning last year, and I think this coming semester we're going to be reading a gospel or some part of the New Testament. So finally, after three semesters of grammar and exercises, we can <laughs> start to put it to use reading some, something for real. Yeah, great. How about you, Claire? I really like their humanities curriculum. So I'm looking forward to all the humanities classes, but I think I'm most looking forward to first semester sophomore year um, humanities. That's going to be basically like Colby's ancient Roman literature curriculum. Mm. And that was probably my favorite class of all time. So nice. Nice to see old friends again. Pardon the pun. That, <laughs> see, I tend to walk into these. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you caught it before I did, though. <laughs> Usually she has unintentional puns. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you guys are both on this fantastic upward trajectory that started with Colby and now is continuing through your um, through your college experiences and we really appreciate the time that you've taken to visit with us today. Um, we're excited to hear where you go in the future and grateful for your family's generosity, your mom's time and your time to really speak to people who are currently where you once were and to also speak about where you are now. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. It sure was great getting to visit with you a little bit. Thank you. It was fun. Thank you. Mother, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. Ad maiorem Dei Gloriam.